years ago, two awkwardly shaped boys became best friends. That friendship grew over time. Then the two awkwardly shaped boys became men and got their own radio show. <laughs> what you're listening to right now is two best friends. It's Mikey and Bob. We've never seen each other naked. Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96-1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Hey! Hi, Bob. Hey. All right, here we are. Hey, hi. Uh... We, we're going to do a show again, so yay. Surprise. It's Friday. That's nice. Makes me feel nice. What do we got on the uh, show today? We have a naked story? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the streak continues. What a run we're having here. 21 straight live radio shows we have done. The past 21 shows now we have done. There is at least one story about somebody somewhere doing something... Uh, while while naked, doing something naked, and like getting arrested, making the news. So we do have a naked story um, on the show today. Uh, there's a meatloaf story. Uh yeah. <laughs> Somebody had a hankering for the loaf. <laughs> is that a good tease for the rest of our show, or is that a horrible tease? <laughs> Keep listening. We have a story about somebody getting naked somewhere and getting arrested and a story about a guy who's trying to steal meatloaf. I don't know if that's a really good tease. I think for our show, that's a good tease. I think so. We've been doing this long enough. We know we know what kind of show we do. You guys know what kind of show we're going to bring to you every morning. And that's it. We got a story about a naked guy getting arrested and a guy stealing meatloaf. I mean, yeah, that's not going to be the four hours of the show, but I'm just just telling you, it could happen anytime. Stick around because you don't want to you don't want to miss those stories, do you? Uh, it is Friday though, so Bob, you want to hear your burger song here? I do. Okay. Hamburger, 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 hum, hamburger, 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 cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Just Big for you, Mac, man. Big Mac, Big Mac, Big just Mac, Big Mac, Whopper, 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 hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, Big Mac, Whopper, Big Mac, Whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger, Big Mac, Whopper, hamburger, cheeseburger. Every time. That's the way to start Friday right there. Meatloaf and a naked guy coming up. Uh, T-Whip tweets us here. I'm road tripping to Clearwater, Florida from Cannonsburg. Oh listening boy. to Mikey and Bob for four straight hours. Thank you, iHeartRadio. Hey, you don't want to listen to us for four straight hours. We're just going to disappoint you if you listen to us. Uh, listen to us in short bursts. I disagree, though. When you get into <laughs> sketchy areas when you're driving on a road trip. Yeah, that's true. There man. is some bad radio. There's some bad radio in Pittsburgh, too. Uh, that's true. And we are at the top of that garbage pile. <laughs> Uh, but we do have a story about a guy, uh, with meatloaf uh-huh. and a naked guy uh-huh. coming up on uh-huh. the uh, show. Uh, we do have to cover, I, I think really the main story that's happening in Pittsburgh right now, uh, the shooting and killing of 17 year old Antoine Rose has turned into a big national story. No surprise. He was shot in the back running away from a police officer in East Pittsburgh, um, earlier this week. Uh, the officer has been identified now as Michael Rossfeld. 
Uh, around noon yesterday, there was a large protest in mm-hmm. front of the Allegheny County Courthouse. Uh, there were signs, and a lot of people were calling on uh, Allegheny County District Attorney uh, Stephen Zapala to file charges against the officer who shot and killed Antoine Rose. That all falls down on him, right? Like, to file the charges? Uh, I, sure? be- I believe so. I believe that's who is going to have to ultimately make this decision uh, Steven Zapala, whether to file charges against the officer or not. The Allegheny County Medical Examiner's Office ruled the manner of Antoine Rose's death as a uh, homicide. Mike Manko, a spokesperson for Zapala's office, released a statement saying District Attorney Zapala received a detailed and thorough briefing on the officer-involved shooting in East Pittsburgh that resulted in the death of Antoine Rose. The investigation remains ongoing at this time out of respect for the grieving process that the family and friends of Mr. Rose are going through and the upcoming Monday funeral for Mr. Rose. District Attorney Zapala will not have any further comment until next week. So nothing's going to happen until at the very least next week, maybe even later than that. Uh, The state attorney general, Josh Shapiro, also released a statement saying the death of 17-year-old Antoine Rose is a tragedy. I hear the outrage of the people in East Pittsburgh. The case is being investigated by Allegheny County Police in the Allegheny County District Attorney's Office. Under Pennsylvania law, I do not have the jurisdiction to investigate this matter unless I receive a referral from District Attorney Zapala. The loss of any young life is deeply painful, and I expect local law enforcement to give this the thorough investigation it deserves. So he's basically saying this one's not going to be on me unless they... Unless they call on me. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, every politician, whether it's the district attorney, whether it's the state attorney general, you know, whether it's the, the mayor, the county executive is all saying the, the same thing basically at this point. Investigations underway and that will play itself out. There was a, a, par, a protest of a uh, little over 100 people on the Parkway East last night. It started around 9 p.m. Traffic was forced to stop for a few hours because of people in the road. I think it all ended up clearing by about 2 in the morning, so it was most of the night. Uh, the Parkway East was uh, shut down because of protesters. It was peaceful, though. Uh, yeah, that's been uh, one good thing. You have not seen a lot of violence whatsoever from these protests. Everybody is just out there protesting, you know, saying... They want some sort of justice in this case. Mm-hmm. They're hurting. This community is hurting, and they want their voices heard. And there's been a protest just about every night uh, since this happened. So, uh, you know, over the weekend and probably today, protests will probably continue. And eventually, we'll get to the point where we'll find out whether or not charges against this officer will happen or not. It's not going to happen today. It's not going to happen over the weekend. It might not happen uh, next week. But at some point, that decision will come down. And, you know, depending on how that goes, there may be more protests after that. But, uh, yeah, I, I guess it would fall on Steven Zapala, which uh, that guy is going to have a lot of people, no matter what the decision is, that are going to be very upset and will end up disagreeing oh, with yeah. him. I mean, huge national news story. It, it definitely is. So uh, the protests will probably uh, continue, as I, I guess they should, until... Justice is served in this case, the killing of 17-year-old Antoine Rose, a huge story here in Pittsburgh. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 KISS. It's the Morning Freak Show. Uh, Make sure to join us tomorrow morning, Saturday morning. Me and Bob will be awake early at Shenley Park. It is the Walk for Children's to Benefit Children's Hospital. If you still have not signed up, don't worry. You still can, or if you can't make it out, Tomorrow morning, Shenley Park for the Walk for Children's. You can still just donate. Walkforchildrens.com is the site. 
Uh, tomorrow morning, Shenley Park, me and Bob will be there. Walkforchildrens.com mm-hmm. is the site. Now, we like to keep track of how many shows in a row we can go covering a story of somebody getting naked and doing something weird somewhere in the world. And it has now been 21 straight shows. The streak continues. Here we go. Whoa! It happened again. Someone decided to get naked. It's time for another naked story on the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show with Mikey and Big Bab. And here we go, uh, naked in New Hampshire for this story. A suspect in Concord, New Hampshire, was arrested for a home invasion just hours after he posted bail for another crime. All right, so he's out. He went to jail for something that we don't know what it was. Yeah. Posted bail, gets out. Is the first thing you do when you get out of jail break into somebody's house naked? I, get out, pants off, yeah. I don't think that's the right move. I think when you get out of jail, the goal is to not go back. Uh, probably, Not yeah, to get yeah. naked and break into a home. Irokozi Ildefonse is accused of breaking into an apartment naked and ransacking the place. Oh, no. When police got there, he threw pieces of glass at them. Hey, what are you doing? You throw piece of glass at the cops and why settle, settle down and man. why the hell are you naked man brenda rines and her 19 year old daughter were inside the apartment but managed to escape yeah. who knows what he would have done he i mean he fought police he fought a dog i mean who knows what he would have done what a dog too and cops naked naked throwing glass at police officers and i'm sure he went right back to jail where he came from we're not sure why I'm, he was I, i'm sure he wasn't on drugs or anything <laughs> Well, why would he be? Do you think he got out of jail and was just like, oh man, finally free. Give me some drugs. Started doing drugs. Maybe that's what he was initially oh, in jail for. I'm like, so oh, hot. Man, been so long since I had the hard drugs. Give me the drugs. And then did drugs. Next thing you know, he's naked, breaking into a home, fighting a dog. Uh, throwing glass at police, and right back to jail he went. Naked people making the show once again. 961 Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Hashtag Mikey and Bob make morning special. That's right. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. A lot of the area of the South Hills still recovering from the floods earlier this week. Uh, a woman's body was actually pulled uh, from floodwaters. Wendy Abbott, 64 years old of Upper St. Clair, was reported missing by a family member during the flooding. Her body was found about a mile and a half from where her car was, and she was an apparent uh, flood victim. Just a sad story there. It was yeah, out, of, uh, out of Bridgeville. So one woman did actually die uh, during the bad floods. Um, earlier this week and so many people have you know their homes and businesses that were uh, damaged did you see the story about the kid who was sucked into the drain pipe yes yes. like yo that was wild as hell right Mm -hmm. if you didn't hear this story this from uh, wpxi ben smith was the uh, kid's name ben smith is sore bruised and tired he knows he's lucky to be alive smith was helping his neighbors on clifton road in bethel park working near a drain that runs beneath the road i went to go after this wood panel and my foot slipped i just went right under Neighbors tried to pull him out, but the flood water was too strong Crazy. and Smith washed away. And I knew going against the water would not work at all. Um, so I practically just kind of tucked in and hoping that I could end up somewhere. Smith estimates he was trapped in the pipe for about a minute before washing out in a small creek on the other side of the road, about 100 yards away. I got up, I started making my way to the street, and people were coming out to me saying, hey, a kid fell in the drain pipe. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> I'm back. I made it. <laughs> The kid's so nonchalant about being sucked in a drain pipe and ending yeah. up a hundred yards away 
in these, you know, crazy floodwaters. It's like I knew not to fight it. I just wrote it out. Yeah, it, that's basically what he did. Just wrote it out and then ended up 100 yards away and then started walking back. And somebody, you know, people were coming up to him like, hey, a kid got washed away. And he's like, I know. That was me. I'm like, that kid. How can you be that nonchalant <laughs> after going through uh, something like that? But yeah, a lot of people still cleaning up from everything. Uh, the bad flooding that uh, that happened this week. Did you see, uh, you know... Um, Right, right down the street here. Where, where was it? Was that Banksville Road that was flooded? Right. Mm-hmm. Did you see Ken Rice's picture? Like that was when, because we didn't get a lot of rain up north. And, no, you know, no, no yeah, We're yeah. in like Franklin Park Swickley area. We didn't get a lot of rain earlier this week, and that's when I was just like, oh my god, what's happening? Because Banksville Road's not far from the station here in Green Tree, and I saw Ken Rice from K to K tweet a picture out of just Banksville Road flooded and like a dumpster floating. Now, didn't Ken Rice have the other, like, video of the dumpster floating? Like, what was that, last month? Yeah. When there yeah, was flooding did. again, yeah, too? Is yeah. Ken Rice the go-to? Did Ken Rice just think the last time I tweeted this video it had 3 million views? Because, of course, it went viral because people say, oh, here's so-and-so going to wherever, and that's how it kind of became its own, like, meme. Is Ken Rice just the go-to for flooded dumpsters Finds in Pittsburgh dumpster. now, right? Dumpster pics. Like, you can't take a, a video or a picture yourself of a dumpster floating. That's got to go to Ken Rice. He is our official Yinzer representative for whenever we have floating dumpsters uh, during any storms. Uh, so people still, of course, recovering from the bad uh, floods earlier uh, this week. And one woman even, you know, tragically... Uh, lost her life. Uh, still coming up on the show, we got a story about meatloaf and a man gets into a car accident, he says, because of Bigfoot. Uh, ABC is officially now bringing back uh, some form of the Roseanne show, but without Roseanne Barr. Uh, ten episode show will premiere in the fall. Uh, the working title right now is The Connors. Roseanne Barr will have absolutely nothing to do with the show. She will have no financial or creative involvement in the new series. I think that's what a lot of people were, were thinking when they said, oh, they could just do a show without Roseanne. Then it's like, no, because Roseanne owns the rights to the show. She's going to get paid either she's way. She's still going to yeah. make money. So ABC came to an agreement with the Roseanne Barr that she's not going to have any involvement creatively or financially in the show. But sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that Roseanne will retain all the rights to her Roseanne Connor character and any future spinoffs beyond this one or any future reboots of the original. I mean, we aren't going to need any more after this, right? Like, Uh, this is probably going to be it, right? Yeah, I don't think there's going to be a future reboot. So everybody else that, you know, is still on the show, John Goodman, Laurie Metcalf, and Sarah Gilbert, uh, will still be on the show and uh, additional people will be added, and a premiere date will be announced later. But, I mean, what are they going to do? Just, a hey, Roseanne died? I mean, yeah, yeah, Charlie Sheener. Is that what you think it's, what it's going to be? Yeah, they got to, well, right? Well, the way that Roseanne, the original Roseanne ended, was Dan Connor, her husband, dying. And then the way they brought him back when they just rebooted it, like, earlier this year, was just like, oh, you know, Dan was just, sleeping having a dream or it was something like that like they're just like no big deal and then they kept moving on and they made a quick joke about it right i mean that's probably what they're gonna do when they write this new series is just roseanne's dad or i don't know roseanne's in jail roseanne in jail would be very a very believable angle they should just write something completely insane just be like yeah just be like she did so many things and she's in jail and she's never coming home and she's in there for a while and 
you know, just keeping a running joke on the show. That might be the right angle to take. But either way, like, are people going to watch that, though? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, like, Roseanne came back, and it was, like, the biggest show on TV. And yeah. Then, I don't know if this one will work. Like, this one's not going to be the biggest show on TV. I, I don't know. I don't know if people will have any interest, though. But, like, again, Roseanne's not going to benefit from it um, at all. But I don't think... I think no matter how many times you say that, people will still be like, no, I'm not watching that. Like, she's getting money from that. Yeah. All right, let's get to Today in Freak Show history, always brought to us uh, by our friends at Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome to Moe's. We go down to Florida for another Florida story. Uh, Down in Key West for Today in Freak Show history. Here we go. Today in Freak Freak Show history. Are we going to be able to get through this one here, Um, We'll see. This is down in Key West. According to uh, the police report, a fight broke out between two couples (laughs) when someone allegedly broke wind inside Sloppy Joe's, a, uh, a bar in Key West. The argument was due to someone farting, police were told by a man who went to the hospital for a dislocated shoulder. No. Is this a real story or is this from like a like a fake website no. like The Onion or something? That, uh, it came from the Miami Herald. <laughs> yeah, the real newspaper down there. Richard McBride, 53 years old. Oh, Dick McBride. And his girlfriend, Sandra Stoner, 55. Okay, are these made up porno names? What is this? Dick McBride. Sandy Stoner. Dick and Sandy were in the fart brawl at Sloppy Joe's. Dick McBride and his girlfriend, Sandy Stoner, both of Naples, said they were caught up in a physical altercation after the argument arose, quote, over a fart. The officer wrote in the incident report, Dick McBride, Sandy Stoner, involved in a fart altercation at a bar called Sloppy Joe's in yes, Key West, Florida. Yes, Florida. Yes, Florida. It's like playing Florida Mad Libs at this point, isn't it? <laughs> Just like, all right, let's let's come up with a fight scenario. Uh, first of all, somebody shout out a man uh, a man's name, Dick. <laughs> all right, give me a lady's name too, Sandy. All right, we got Dick and Sandy. Let's put them in a bar. Somebody come up with just a weird bar name, Sloppy Joe's. Okay, we'll do that. What are they fighting over? What are they fighting over? Somebody farted. Yes, I like it. All right, what's the injury? Dislocated shoulder. There you go. It's another Florida story. Mikey and Bob, it is the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. NF is coming to Stage E October 3rd. I know nobody's thinking about a concert in October right now since it's June, but uh, our station, 96.1 Kiss, is bringing NF to Stage E October 3rd. Tickets go on sale today, though, and these will sell pretty quickly. So if you want to go see NF Stage E in October, um, tickets on sale for NF. Uh, today, make sure you uh, get those. The Diamondbacks beat the Pirates. It was pretty ugly last light uh, last night, nine to three. Pirates now thirty six and thirty eight on the season, eight games back in the NL Central. Speaking of baseball, David tweets us. I missed the show yesterday, catching up on the podcast. Soon as I saw flying wieners, I knew it was going to be good. I almost fell off my chair laughing. I was literally crying. Yeah, yesterday on the show we were covering this. Uh, There was a story out of Philadelphia earlier this week. The Philly fanatic hit a woman with the hot dog cannon. 
Uh, like, you know, one of those hot dog cannons. Pretty much everybody's sports team has a hot dog cannon or a t-shirt cannon. Well, at Phillies games, the fanatic shoots hot dogs, hit a woman in the face. This is not what Kathy McVeigh wanted to be known for. Are we about to get the interview of the lady who is hit by the Philly fanatics flying meat? Yes. Wow. She got hit right between the eyes. I- Right between the eyes. Taking flying meat right between the eyes. By a hot dog fired from the Fanatics hot dog cannon. The injury's bad enough she got sent to the emergency room. Had to go to the ER because she was hit with (laughs) the furry mascot's flying meat. Now she has a message for other Phillies fans. Oh my gosh, I never thought a hot dog could hurt. Kathy McVeigh did oh get God. hurt, and by a hot dog. The lady legit had a bruised up face. <laughs> she like, did. she really did have bruises. It just came out of nowhere. It was like... And I, hard. I, and hard, yeah. Did we need to tell us that the flying wiener was hard? Did we need to ask the lady? We see the bruises. Hard? It was hard. It was hard, yes. <laughs> the, the wiener was hard? The wiener was hard. Yes. <laughs> okay. Say it into the camera now. I got hit between the eyes with a hard wiener. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, what you are experiencing right now on our radio show is a once in a lifetime opportunity where we get to say the phrase, I got hit between the eyes. The Fanatics hot dogs are wrapped in duct tape. They come wrapped so you don't have like exploding, uh, exploding wieners coming out of the cannon. Can you imagine that? Explode, I got goodness. hit between the eyes with an exploding wiener. <laughs> Moving on. And then next thing I know, bam, it like hit me like a, a ton of bricks. It hit me like a hard wiener? And bam, bam, it hit me like a hard wiener <laughs> right between the eyes. It's sore. It's very sore. It's sore. I mean, you would be sore if you got hit in the face by a flying wiener. I'm talking. Ooh, damn. damn. <laughs> Sitting at the Phillies game, oh, cheering yeah. on my favorite baseball team. And oh, all of a sudden, the Philly fanatic Ooh. starts shooting those wieners. Oh, I got hit between the eyes. Oh, damn. With a flying hard wiener. I didn't even see it coming. I wasn't paying attention. Hell no. I was playing on my phone. And poof. I got hit with a hard flying wiener. Hard flying wiener. (laughs) Right between the eyes. All bruised up. Had to go to the emergency room. Big furry green mascot. Fanatic flying wieners, y'all. It smacked me right between the eyes. It was hard. It was hard. Flying hard wiener. Damn right. Pay attention when there's flying hard wieners. Keep your eye on the hard wiener. Keep your eye on the ball. Oh, no, girl. Uh-uh, hell no. At the game, you need to keep your eye on the wiener. <laughs> 96.1. Kiss.
Yeah. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Katie tweets us, you just know it's going to be a good day when the first words you hear on the radio is cat nipples. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. A man in central Pennsylvania is blaming Bigfoot for a car crash. Uh, 36-year-old Ryan Fochman, uh, police were dispatched to a crash on Glades Pike near Shipley Town Road in Brothers Valley Township. When police arrived, 36-year-old Fochman told them that he swerved to miss Bigfoot. Damn. I mean, that's never going to work for you, right? You say, I swerved for Bigfoot. Big swerve. (laughs) Police say uh, that Fochman was acting erratically and impulsively. He later admitted to using heroin prior to the crash. Oh, Oh, damn. Come on, man. Like, why you got to blame it on Bigfoot then? If you used heroin, you and that's why and that's why you crashed. Like, why why you gotta drag Bigfoot's name through the mud like that? There's no Bigfoot. I gotta blame Bigfoot. Uh, so he was charged with driving under the influence of a controlled substance uh, after blaming Bigfoot for a crash, but then admitting, you know what? Never mind. I'm just gonna come clean here. I'm just high. It's heroin. Man, you sure it wasn't Bigfoot? It was. It was just heroin. No, it was nope. heroin. Uh, This is the first time we've had a Bigfoot story out of central Pennsylvania. You might remember the Bigfoot on all twos story. A central Pennsylvania man called police to report spotting the tracks of Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Here we go. This man I spoke with says he's seen and heard proof of Bigfoot just a couple of miles from where he lives in Paint Township. So much so that he got the police involved. He wants a police officer to come to his residence. We have some proof there of Bigfoot. Bigfoot, oh, right? Oh, man. That is affirmative. He has <laughs> evidence proving Bigfoot. According to a Paint Township police report, an officer took a look at this footprint and quickly concluded it wasn't Bigfoot's, it was a bear's. Oh, man, heartbroken <laughs> for that guy. But don't tell that to this man who called the police about it. Yep, here we go. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. See, a bear can't go down a steep bank on all twos. <laughs> GTFO. <laughs> On all twos. <laughs> yeah, man, it was it was, it was a bear, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you need to call no, no, no. These, are, these are bear tracks. No, 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 no. See, a bear can't go down a steep bank on all twos. On all twos. <laughs> That's proven this is a Bigfoot. Bigfoot. And he also says he's heard Bigfoot while going on his daily walks. Uh-oh. The voice is so deep, I've heard bass singers on television. <laughs> they can't even come close to the bass sound that it made towards me. The bass, the bass singers I see on television, they ain't come close to Bigfoot. I mean, that's real. It's up here in the mud yet. Winesickle says he hasn't actually come face to face with the alleged beast. Wait, he hasn't even seen it. See Bigfoot, he just heard it? He knows. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> no, I haven't uh, nope. haven't seen it. Nope. I just heard it. I haven't seen Bigfoot. Not I just even, heard it. Not even when Bigfoot's down on old twos. <laughs> <laughs> Penguin's schedule came out yesterday. They open uh, October 4th at home versus the Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals. Part of a uh, three-game homestand to open up the uh, the home season there. They play Thanksgiving Eve against the Dallas Stars. They play seven Saturday night home games. Uh, they do play in February. 
February 23rd, Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, where the Eagles play. They'll be taking on the Flyers in an outdoor game. Yeah, those are those, those are, are outstanding. Those haven't run their course already, right? <laughs> I I forgot they were even I I forgot they were even still doing that. I mean, those know? have turned into like just like pray no one gets hurt. Hopefully, no. Yeah, gets pray hurt the games. conditions are good enough to not have it like an injury plagued game. That's really all you're hoping. Like you don't even really care for the whole pomp like, and oh, circumstance. Another, another and stuff one like of that. these. Yeah. All right, okay. Uh, so the big thing is October fourth. Penguins open the season uh, at home versus the Washington Capitals. Uh, Jason Mackey for the Post Gazette wrote a uh, a column that a longtime Columbus Blue Jacket, 31 year old Jack Johnson, expects to get a long look from the Penguins in free agency. He's a defenseman, really good friends, has been for years with Sidney Crosby, Jim Rutherford, the Penguins GM, also drafted uh, Jack Johnson number three overall back in 2005 when Rutherford was running the Carolina Hurricanes. So it would take something to make the money work, but uh, Mackie from the Post-Gazette says Jack Johnson might get a look at, at the uh, from the Penguins in uh, in free agency. I can't wait for all that to get started, right? That gets started soon? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now we go down to Louisiana for a story about meatloaf. The law enforcement wants your help identifying this guy, and the restaurant owners would like to get back their cash register and their meatloaf. Do we have a meatloaf thief? A hankering for the loaf? We were calling them the meatloaf bandits. Wayman Dale oh knew something was wrong when he found dirty dishes in his restaurant kitchen Monday morning. We have a meatloaf bandit. And we start looking around and we see cheese wrappers on the floor. And we're like, what is that for? Someone had helped themselves to his popular meatloaf special. Yeah, I got the meatloaf. Even adding a little cheese on top. Don't understand the melted American cheese on top of a brown gravy meatloaf. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean you don't understand American cheese? cheese on top of a brown gravy meatloaf. Are there any rules against sir, that? Sir, you can cheese anything. Yeah, you can put cheese on just about anything and there's there's no rules against it at all. Meatloaf Meatloaf with cheese on top is fine. I think it's the gravy that's a little weird. Like, che- do you can gr- cheese the loaf? But do gra- Yeah, cheese on meatloaf is fine, but does 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 cheese and gravy go together? I think that like if the meatloaf already has gravy on it, you just Maybe leave not. that alone. Yeah. Do you need to put more cheese on it? But then again, if you're just stealing meatloaf, might as well. Also missing a piece of cheesecake. Yep. Dale at first assumed it was one of his fellow owners until he checked the cash register and saw there was no money in there. Oh. And we're like Okay, we've been robbed. We have a meatloaf thief. You know. <laughs> Surveillance video from the neighboring business captured the early morning heist. It took the thief an hour and a half to break in. No, he obviously I mean, was not in a hurry. Wow. They are asking for the public's help in identifying him. An hour and a half to break in. Like, listen, not a great plan there. Plenty of businesses you can rob. This guy wanted the loaf. He did. He wanted the meatloaf. If you're going to spend an hour and a half to break in the business, you're not just going for the cash register. You know That's the, the bonus. You know the loaf's in there. You're going for the meatloaf. As for Dale at the restaurant, he's just glad word is getting out about his meatloaf. Yeah. Our meatloaf is very popular. I love how the guy's not even that upset he got robbed because all this precious meatloaf's getting. Our meatloaf's very popular. Come eat Dale's loaf. It li- that should be their new like slogan. It should. Or, he it should, should be in there. Listen, if a guy's going to take an hour and a half just to break in here to get my meatloaf, I got the best damn meatloaf in Louisiana. Uh, World Cup still going on. You see uh, Croatia upset Argentina in oh Messi yesterday. Upset. Uh, let's get to the first goal here. Goal! 
33 seconds, this one. <laughs> it's incredible. De Croatia. Uh, again, we don't know anything about soccer. We are barely paying attention to the World Cup. But good Lord, are those Telemundo goal calls just incredible. 33 seconds, and all he does is say goal twice. A tweet from Aaron. Been listening to Yins for a while. Uh, finally hopped on Twitter. One question I've been dying to ask you. Oh, boy. Hmm. We might have to do some investigation into this one here, Bob. What? Uh, Aaron asks, are all the animal mating noises uh, you've played on the show coming from the male or the female? I always try to decide for myself, but I never could. Uh, wow. We're getting deep this morning, huh? Hmm. Uh, I think for the most part, it's male. Usually when we play animal mating noises on the show, it's usually the male... Um, Aggressive. Yeah, usually it's the male making... I think overall in nature, if there's mating noises, uh, it's it's usually the male making the noises. However, there are instances where the female is also vocal and it just sounds like two animals fighting. I The baboon mating, I believe, is male. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, like that's male baboon right there. Let me see if I can remember this. This is camels. That's the male. That's the male. I think I think there might be a little female mixed in there, but I think mostly it's 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 male. Now flamingo mating. I believe this is going to sound like flamingos fighting. Yeah, yeah. I believe this is going to be male and female flamingo noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A battle. Yeah, I mean, that's just a flamingo party right there. Everybody's making noises. Let's go to uh, lion mating. I can't tell there. I can't tell there whether that's male, the male lion making the noise, or the female lion making the noise, or maybe a combination of both. I don't know. I think it's both because I think it's the male at the start. Okay. And then maybe the female towards the end. Okay. Can you play it one more time? So you're saying that. Yeah, yeah. You're saying that right there is the male lion. So male. And then you think maybe the growling is going to switch. All right. Yeah, that could be a combination of uh, both there. Llama mating. (laughs) Male. Oh, that could be female, though. I mean, the squeaks could be female. I think that's both. I think llama mating is both. I got male and female. I think that's male and female right there. (laughs) A lot going on there. All right. So let's uh, just end this segment by uh, this is a hippo farting. It is. I'm not sure if that's a male or a female hippo, but boy, that is incredible. That's a hippo farting. Uh, what did you say uh, the national day was today? What What is it today? What's the leader in the clubhouse? What's the big one today? Uh, take your pet to work day. Oh, my God.
I think it was originally take your dog to work today, but... Oh, and then know. people probably complain that have yeah. other animals. Yeah, just yeah. like, well, if if Sue can bring her dog, why can't I bring my cat? Hmm? How about my ferret? What a stupid day that is, huh? All these national days. Yo, bring that dog in and just let it go to the bathroom. You're right. That's what we should have done this morning. Yep. Are we allowed there? Because there was no email that went out in our in our building. Uh, there was no email that said, "Hey, yeah, like take tomorrow your, is take your kid to work day." You gotta like sign off on it. Oh yeah, take your kid to work day is a whole big thing. You have to let them know if you're bringing your kid to work, and then they alert everybody like, "Hey, Mike and Bob, it's take your kid to work day." All the kids that will be here tomorrow will stop down in the studio like ten thirty. Can you say hi to them? It'll I'm, always be something like that. But take your pet to work day today. I didn't get nothing. We should have brought our dogs in here, man. Oh, my gosh. Just let him run wild. You have just a giant, a giant English bulldog. Yep. 60 pounds? Yeah, about 60. Named Sally uh, after Sally Wigan. And do you think if we would have had Sally in here for, you know, the five or six hours that we're in the studio, what do you think Sally would have done? She's probably good for a morning poop. All right. Five or six hours, yeah. Let me tell you. My dog, we have a Chorky, a Chihuahua Yorkie. It's, I wear a size 13 shoe. I'm not even joking when I say this dog is the size of my shoe. It is a tiny dog. We can't let the dog outside, our dog Lily. We can't let her outside because we're afraid that like a hawk or some sort of big bird is going to swoop down. Like that, that really happens. Yeah. That's that not, really, cra- that's like not pe- crazy. People lose their little dogs. So we don't even let Lily outside. So she goes in the house on like pee-pee mats. But let me tell you, if I had Lily in the studio today for Take Your Pet to Work Day, whoa, what a show she would put on. <laughs> you, do you think Sally can only maybe poop once during a, like five hours, six hours in the studio? Uh-huh. Ooh, Lily would put on a show. <laughs> She'd be sniffing. She'd be peeing in that corner. And if Sally's in here too, oh my God. Double down. Sniffing another dog. Soon as Sally starts marking, Lily would then try to try to counter her. Why <laughs> didn't we bring our dogs in today, hey. man? Just go to the bathroom all over the place. We need to remember next year. Unleash the dogs. All right, listen, we're gonna forget. I'll tell you that right now. You you saying we need to remember when take your pet to work day, we're gonna forget. So uh we need Somebody that listens to our show on a regular basis to step up and remember June 22nd next year. Give us like a June 20th heads up. Like a June 20th heads up. Be like, hey, Mike, you Bob, take your pet to work day in a couple days. Make sure you're ready for it. Kim tweets us here. I don't regret running late for work this morning. Mikey and Bob have me dying analyzing animal mating noises. It's just the circle of life, right? Uh, yeah, we were asked whether the animal mating noises we usually play on the show are more male or female, and I think most of them are male, but sometimes it is kind of a combination of both. Uh, this is the mating noise of elephant seals. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. There it goes. Yeah. All right. Like, I I think that's both right there. I think when that one starts and it sounds like a motorcycle engine or a lawnmower, I I don't know. I I think this one's both. 
Elephant seals, the motor noises are the male, and then the uh, 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 that's a female. Alligator mating is, I believe, this is all male here. And nightmares. Hey, that's a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Uh, impalas, I can't even remember what animal that was, but. <laughs> Yeah, that's male and female right there. That's male, and then female, female, male Impala, yep. and lady Impala. Uh, kangaroos. I don't even remember we have these. No, uh-uh. I think that's all male. Yeah, right? I think that's all male here. Kevin tweets us here. I set a reminder one week out, five days out, and two days out on my phone to remember to tweet you guys for national bring your pet to work day. All right. So next year it is going to be a dog log party in the studio on June 22nd. I just saw Rick Dayton here from KDK tweeting out. We've gotten this from a couple people. Uh, A man in Ohio handed, uh, handed a bank teller his driver's license as he was robbing the bank. That can't be, that can't be a real thing, right? I mean, is this, hold on, this is out of Columbus here. Well, it did not take long for Columbus police to find a suspect accused of robbing several banks over the last couple months. Detectives say David Menser was tricked into giving a teller his driver's license. The bank Whoops. employee then swiped his ID into a machine to get more cash out. Yes. Deputies were then able to use the, that information to arrest him. Wow. Investigators man. believe he's also responsible for three other bank, bank robberies around Columbus. Great job. So, so they, they think gave, they gave him the, a whole, like, give us your ID and we'll be able to get more cash out. <laughs> yeah, like you can take this money or give me your ID and I can swipe it for more dollars. And he did. And then they arrested him because, of course, they knew exactly who he was. And I guess he's been responsible for a couple bank robberies in the uh, Columbus area. That's a stupid one right there. Uh, yeah. Uh, today is National Take Your Pet to Work Day, which we were laughing at how stupid that is. Why is there a need for that at all? Uh, but we were saying we should just make everyone pay next year and bring our dogs to just go to the bathroom all over the studio. I mean, that's just something that's going to happen, right? If you, uh, have, if you have dogs in the office today? Yeah, it's going to be... Like, who... I get that pets are fun, but no, not at work. Uh, Danielle tweets us here, though. And listen, we're not... We lack common sense sometimes. Because we told everybody, remind us next year so we could bring our dogs in here to just go to the bathroom everywhere. Danielle tweets, wouldn't next year, June 22nd, be a Saturday? Uh, yeah, I believe that is how calendars work, right? June, yeah. June 22nd yeah. next year is Saturday? All right. Yeah. So we're going to have to wait a couple years before we bring our pets in. I bet there's another stupid bring your pet to work day. I'm sure there is. That's just reworded differently. Uh, Nick tweets us here, bring your pet to work day is the perfect opportunity for a zero, uh, zero res explosion. That's right. I mean, whenever we do bring our dogs in here. Or if you're doing or have someone who's doing bring your pet to work day today, just Just schedule your appointment. I'll tell you right now. It's 412-701-1188. That's the number you're going to need because I'm telling you, after you do bring your pet to work day, there will be mistakes. Zero rest carpet care is going to have to come out. You think, you? oh, it's just a little piddle over there in the corner. Nah, 
Your whole office going to smell like urine. You're sitting there focused on your work. You didn't actually bring your dog in, but the lady at Cubicle Overdoes, and you see the dog scoop by you on the carpet. Oh, man, you just smell logs, and it's bad. Zero Rest Carpet Care, they would be the go-to. Just book your appointments right now. Uh, they come out clean with their empowered water. It's different from all the other carpet cleaners. We've been telling you about them for years because they don't just come out and pump your carpet full of chemicals. And they have the Mikey and Bob special too. This month, three room zero res clean starting at 139 bucks. Zero res carpet care. Perfect. For the day after, the week after, bring your pet to work day. Yeah, call and schedule your appointment today. When you call, make sure you ask for the Mikey and Bob special. It's 412-701-1188. That's 412-701-1188. You can also go to their website, zeroresph.com. Spell it backward and forward. It spells the same. Zero res. Is Jurassic World out this weekend? Yeah. Uh, little Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Little dinos. They're saying it should make around uh, 130 million, 150 million. I don't know, man. Like the last Jurassic World movie, I wasn't all in on, but it it really was pretty good, I thought. This one, I don't know. Like, what are we doing here with the dinosaurs? Like, at some point, it's got to run its course, right? How many times can we do this with the dinosaurs, huh? So that's out uh, this weekend. You know what I just remembered, too, which is probably going to take up most of my weekend because I have a problem with shows I watch on Netflix. Uh, If I know a new season's about to drop, I feel like I have to watch it all that weekend. A new season of Luke Cage, that Marvel show, comes out on Netflix, I think, today. So goodbye weekend, then. Uh, Every now and then, well, let me take that back. Just about every show, we cover a weird story that happens down in Florida. It's... it really has taken over our show in the past few years. Always something weird going down in Florida. Let's go down to Florida for another Florida story. Here we go. We, we. Attention all listeners of the Freak Show. It's time to travel to the Sunshine State. Yes, it happened again. It's another Florida story. Driven by Pittsburgh Auto Depot. Okay, this happened down at a Wawa in Florida. Now, uh, does everybody know what Wawa's are? No, this may here? sound funny, but it's not. All right, that's the intro there. This may sound <laughs> funny, but it's not. Everybody know what a Wawa is, though? It's basically like a convenience store, kind of like a gecko. They got gas, they got right, food right. inside, they got coffee and everything. Florida. No, this may sound funny, but it's not. Anything but a bad and dangerous prank in Manatee County. Oh, Police no. say two men left a three-foot gator inside a Wawa. Why would you... What's wrong with people? Why would you leave a three-foot alligator just wandering in a Wawa? How do you sneak? Do you sneak that in in your pants? I don't think you need to. I think you could carry the gator in. I thought you'd like stuff it down your pants and like, shake to, it out. Why would you need to do that, though? I, you could just carry the gator into the Wawa. You wouldn't need to stick it down your pants like it's a surprise. It's not like you're trying to sneak it's it into... It's a prank. It's a prank. No, nah, I don't think. Uh, the prank is leaving the three-foot gator in the Wawa to watch people freak out. Uh, the prank would be on you, I think, if you tried to stuff a three-foot gator down your pants. No sign of the suspects who did this very early in the morning last week. A trapper had to be uh, called, and he came and got the animal. Why? do that though like what's gonna like it's florida man what about a, a three foot alligator doesn't seem like that big of an alligator though right like it could a three foot alligator do damage yeah probably 
I mean, bite you, I guess. It reminds me of the Wendy's story from a couple of years ago. Remember yeah, didn't that? Somebody throw like a gator in, yeah. in the drive-thru? That story started like resurfacing again this week online because people were just, you know, a lot of times stories get reshared after a couple of years and people mm-hmm. act like it's new. But a couple of years ago, somebody pulled up to a Wendy's drive-thru in Florida and threw, it was a smaller alligator like that, but threw an alligator through a Wendy's drive-thru uh, window as as like a prank. All right, can we just can we just take a moment here for Florida and just say can we stop using gators as a funny weapon in Florida? Can we just leave the damn alligators alone? Can we just can we just start right there in Florida? Don't do hard. Here's the Florida rules. Okay. Okay. All right. I got three of them now. All right. Usually we just have two. Are they in but order? To, yeah. I, like one more important than the other. Yes. Okay. Three Florida rules. Usually we just have two. Number one, you don't want to do the hard drugs down in Florida, right? That's true. You don't want to do the hard drugs anywhere. These go for most places, but specifically Florida. Number one, no hard drugs. Number two, no getting naked in public. And now I think you got to add the third Florida rule. Don't use a gator for a prank or don't use the alligator as a weapon. Florida making the show. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Uh, Casper tweets us here. I felt proud knowing the first two Florida rules. First two Florida rules we were just mentioning, don't do hard drugs, don't get naked, have been a staple of the show for years now. But the third one we're adding, I really don't use an alligator as a prank or a weapon. Miranda tweets us here. I don't know why, but I read this article and thought of Mikey and Bob. Okay. It's a link to the article of Coco, the gorilla who mastered sign language and loved kittens, had uh, passed away earlier this week. R.I.P. Why would you think of us when Coco the gorilla dies? Have we uh, played gorilla mating noises on the show before? Gorilla mating? I don't think I have. I don't think I don't think I have gorilla mating over here. I feel like gorillas would have a good noise, right? Yeah, deep, yeah, I would think so. Deep, sensual gorillas. Sensual. That was uh, Coco the gorilla was the Mister Rogers gorilla, right? It was, yeah. yeah it was yeah. like friends with Mister Rogers. Damn. <laughs> R.I.P. Coco the gorilla. Uh, Matt tweets us here. It's very wow. Who this one? Uh, Matt tweets. I pushed. And had an accident in the shower. Oh, my. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Bob. Good morning. Bob is hearing this tweet for the first time and is looking at me. And when I said I pushed, Bob is still <laughs> making eye contact with me. But then when I said had an accident, Bob just put his head down in shame like he knows where this is going. Matt with the tweet, I pushed and had an accident in the shower this morning. And the first thought that ran through my mind was how Mikey and Bob could turn that situation into a song. I mean, turn it into a song. That's the first thing that ran through your mind? The first thing when you went aggressive push in the shower. Maybe you thought it was a little gas, but it was a little bit more. The first thing you thought when you had a shower accident was how we could turn that into a song. That was the first thing that came to your mind, Matt? Us? Us? As you're standing there? We're, we're not going to turn your accident into some celebratory song, Matt? Come Stand, on. Standing there shocked about what happened? 
thinking of how you're going to clean the shower, wondering if it's all just going to wash down the drain. I mean, come on, man. I'm talking. Ooh, damn. I had an accident today in the shower, girl. Push, push, uh-oh. Oh. Push, push, uh-oh. In the shower. I had an accident in the shower. It was more than I thought. But I didn't fall down. Push, push. It was not a slip and fall. Hell no. I pushed too hard and got a surprise. A shower, uh-oh. A shower, uh-oh, girl. <laughs> I should have been more conscious of how hard I was pushing. Oh damn. Push, push, surprise. My morning's not starting out right. Push, push surprise in the shower. Uh-oh. What do I do now? Had a little accident. Oh damn. I should have planned this better. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to come out like that. I thought it was just going to be some gas, but it wasn't. Surprise. I thought just gas, but it didn't come out like that. I thought it was just gas, girl. It's not gas, girl. I thought it was just gas in the shower. It's a poop. (laughs) I think we went the whole song with just calling it an accident and an uh uh-oh. And then you had to swoop down at the perfect and, time and tell me it's it's a poop. <laughs> I mean, I thought I was doing a good job of masking the whole situation there by saying he pushed and had an accident. Oh damn! Very smooth, very sensual. Oh yeah. Push, push, accident. <laughs> push, push, surprise. Oh yeah. Push, push, uh oh. And then Bob off the top ropes. No, nope. push, push, poop. Barrel Chevy! <laughs> Perry Highway in Wexford is where you need to go for new and used vehicles. Barrel! Wow! Chevy! Barrel Chevy. That's a solid goal call there. Oh, uh, yeah. Thanks. Uh, this weekend, if you're out shopping for a car, there should be no other place you're going because Barrel Chevy has their summer sell-down going on. Tell me. Uh, they're moving the inventory, basically. If they have inventory on their lot they need to get rid of so they can bring in new inventory, that's how this works, which means you're going to save thousands of dollars. Every car on the lot. Uh, All ne- of them. Next week, very, very special. All of them. Very special, very special event taking place at Barrel Chevy next week. Bob, what day are you going to get your oil changed at Barrel Chevy? Wednesday. I Wednesday! Would get- I'm getting... Oh, I'm going to be lubed at Barrel Chevy! Oil change day! It's my lubing day! Big Bob lubing day! Barrel Chevy! I don't know what I have going on Wednesday. You're going to come? Oh, uh, well, let me check here. Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday. Uh, no, I think I got to get... No, wait. Hold on. No, I think I, think I might be good. I think I might come with you, man. 
Can we both get uh, oil changes? Join Actually, me. Actually, I don't think I need an oil change. You do, though. <laughs> Loop up, Bob! Wednesday! Chevy! Right? Perry uh, Highway, Perry in, Wexford. Highway in Wexford, yeah. Our buddy GM uh, Jerry Raymond will take care of you. See all the new and pre-owned cars, BarrelChevy.com, <laughs> or go visit them, Perry Highway in Wexford, or... I mean, maybe around lunchtime Wednesday, uh-huh. Bob's special My lubing oil day. change day at Barrow's Yummy! Yummy! Listen to 961 Kiss on your smart speaker. Alexa, play 96.1 Kiss on iHeartRadio. Getting 96.1 Kiss station from iHeartRadio. Mikey and Bob, 961 Kiss, it is the uh, morning freak show. Christy tweets us, I busted out laughing in my office during the shower accident sensual song when Bob said, push, push, uh uh-oh. This happened just as a group of executives leaving a meeting walked by my desk. It was awkward. All right. Uh, we, uh, we can't promise that there won't be awkward moments listening to our show. It just, uh, just kind of happens. It happens. Uh, McKenna tweets us here. Just told my roommates from Florida that we have Florida stories on my favorite radio station in Pittsburgh. The reaction was, I want to listen one day. Florida is crazy. Uh, we have been doing Florida stories on the show for years now. Uh, and it was just kind of a natural progression. Uh, you know, we we were never seeking out Florida no, as uh-huh. the home of, you know, naked people and people getting high and doing Mm-mm. things and just weird stories out of Florida. And then Florida stories just became, uh, you know, a thing on the show. I'm trying to think of what some of my favorite Florida stories that we've ever covered on the show are. Are like can you think of any Florida stories? I mean, how do you narrow it down? I don't know. I don't know. There's so much nudity and there's so so many weird stories. Like we could do we could do a week's worth of shows. Yeah, of just yep. the Florida stories that we have covered on our show in the past. I think one of my favorite things when we cover a Florida story though is when we make people Florida strippers. Do we have that somewhere? I think we do, right? Well, I think which one? like the first the first time we ever started turning people into Florida strippers. Yeah, I think we do have that. Because yeah, every yeah. now and then we'll we'll get I imagine Florida strip clubs to be the wildest, right? The wildest people are dancing, the wildest things happen at a Florida strip club. I think this started here, hold on. This actually started our whole Florida stripper segment that we have done on the show. It started in Cleveland. This is going to make sense. Hold on. There was an argument mm-hmm. at a strip cl- a strip club in Cleveland. Yep. An argument over who had the better strip clubs, Florida <laughs> or Cleveland. And I think there was a Florida man in the Cleveland strip club. So here we go. This is one of my favorite things about Florida stories on the show. We say an argument over strip clubs turned physical oh, no. outside the Lido Lounge. Ooh. One guy pulled the gun and shot a Florida man in the leg. They yeah. were really arguing about what state has the better strip clubs. There is no way in hell Cleveland has better strip clubs than Florida. Can you imagine some of the strippers down in Florida? Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) welcome to the stage. It's one of the most popular dancers here. 
She's got tiny T-Rex arms. <laughs> she's also growing a beard. And she's got an illegal pet python. It's Mary Meth. Do your thing, Mary. Mary she, Meth, give it up. She's bringing out her illegal pet python. She does not have papers for that snake. Oh, throw your dollars for the python, y'all. Florida's got to have the strip clubs on lock. Everybody yo. make some noise. Oh, boy. Get loud. Welcome to the stage. <laughs> Don't look her right in the eyes, though. Make some noise for one eye, Wendy. She's got four weed chargers and a lazy eye that you don't know where she's looking. <laughs> One-eyed Wendy, welcome to the stage. Yo, there's no way Florida strip club. Watch that eye drip for dollars, y'all. Throw your dollars in the air, make it rain, and she'll be like a cat chasing one of those laser pointers. She's got no idea where it's coming from or where it's going. One-eyed Wendy, welcome to the stage. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to welcome to the stage right now. Watch her do her thing. She lives in the trailer park just out back. And she takes after-hour calls. <laughs> She has three pet gators. Get loud, y'all. You'll know why we call her by her stage name when she takes that top off. <laughs> She's got four nipples. It's Nipply Nancy. Welcome to the stage. Do your thing. Yo, they ain't got that in Cleveland. Get that money. You got to take me to a Florida strip club, dude. Give it up for the birthday boy. I think I'm done. I don't know if I got any more left in me. You can smell her coming to the stage. <laughs> I got a birthday hat on. I'm just sitting down there. <laughs> Gassy Ashley. <laughs> it's a medical condition, y'all. Throw those down. <laughs> she needs those dollars. She's got bad health care and lots of gas. She also... Keeps farts in jars at her house. Gassy Ashley. Dude, I got to get to a Florida strip club for my birthday. Ladies and gentlemen. No, I can't do it. I can't do it. She's Fergie's fourth cousin. Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas. She, she has ran naked from Tallahassee to Tampa to be here tonight. Give it up for Fergie Flocka. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, oh. we've got a very special dancer tonight. Just crying. For our friend Mikey, who's never been to a strip club in his life. The birthday boy. But he's here tonight. <laughs> She's got breast implants that moo when you pinch them. Moo, moo, Mary Lou, welcome to the stage. <laughs> here we go. Throw those dollars. We have a celebrity dancer tonight. <laughs> Can we do this she, the rest of the show? She's appeared on six seasons of Cops. <laughs> <laughs> she's 70 years old. <laughs> she comes to us from parts unknown in the Everglades. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage, Furry Fran. <laughs> She's that hair is for protection in the Everglades. <laughs> Don't laugh at that hair. That 
It's just her camouflage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No. I'm sorry that I let you down. Mikey and Bob, 961 Kiss. It is the uh, morning freak show. Uh, NF is coming to stage AE October 3rd. 96.1 KISS presents NF. Tickets go on sale today. Those tickets will sell fast, though. So if you want to go see NF, yes. stage AE October 3rd. Tickets on sale for the big NF show uh, today. Eric tweets us here. The Florida stripper segment had me laughing so hard I had to pull over. This is why you guys are the best. Keep up the great Florida stories. Is that why we're the best? When it comes down to it, is it is it Florida strippers or just Florida stories in general that make us the best? <laughs> like, that's it? That's the reason. Florida strippers are why we're the best. I right. think so. I'll yeah. Take it. Uh, tweet here from Jordan. This is unrelated to anything we've talked about on the show today, but I have a feeling this can open something up here. Okay. I'm not sure if I want to open this up. Hey, you know, All right. second thought, I don't know if I want to get into this. Towards the end of our show to end the week on a Friday. No. I don't know if I want to open this up now. You can't tippy-toe in the pool and then get out. Uh, Jordan tweets here. I really want to know why Susie and Kathy and Karen and literally all the office ladies in this office clip their nails at their desks. Do you not have bathrooms at home? Oh. Mikey and Bob, since you're office lady experts, can you explain this to me? I can't. They're awful people. That's disgusting. That's gross. But I can completely see people doing that at the office in their cubicles, right? Oh, like a quiet office and all of a sudden you just hear the clipper noise? like Yeah. Oh. Well, what happens is, okay, listen. All right. In, in my drawer, all right, the drawer above my snack drawer that has all the, like, 100-calorie... Uh, snack packs in it, little snack, the drawer, snack chips. Drawer right? higher, though. I call it my lady maintenance drawer. Okay, what happens is if I get like a little hangnail or something, I always have to have clippers around. And then once I start clipping, I can't stop. I got to get all of it. Oh, that's nasty. That is gross. Okay, do we want to open up? Disgusting things coworkers do in cubicles to end the week. I mean, it's going to be just gross because like, there's no way this is gonna end normal if they're clipping their nails at their desk are they doing it on the desk though or are they doing it like over the the trash like do they have their little office lady wastebasket there and they're doing doing that clipping the nails right into the wastebasket does it even matter no nah, i don't think it is and listen anytime you take your shoes off it in your cubicle it's it's bad move right but if you're if you're taking socks and everything off oh. to where you have open foot in your cubicle, like clipping toenails, are you telling? Call it off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like any any time you have your shoes off, like oh, you know what? My feet, my feet just hurt. Okay, I need to get these shoes off. Listen, here's listen. When I sit too long, when I've been sitting too long, my feet start to swell up. So I gotta let those puppies breathe. So. Everybody in the office is okay with it if I just take my shoes off a little bit and let it breathe. Now, nobody's okay with your stinky-ass feet. You just work with nice human beings who, who don't want to tell you, my God, Marge, uh, just put them away. It smells like dirty cheese. Your feet smell 
like gorilla farts, Marge. It's like, what is that smell? Oh, God. It's Marge letting the piggies breathe. There's some type of dip out. Did somebody leave a dip out overnight in the break room? It's smelling out here. I think we have bad dip, okay? Check the back of the fridge. There might be bad dip. The fridge is right next to Marge's cubicle, and she just has her feet out. Hey, okay, they, they start to swell up on me is what happens. All right? Might as well clip these toenails while I got all the toes out, too. Mikey and Bob, 96.1 Kiss. It's the uh, morning freak show. Free movie Friday here on the station with our friends at Adam Tickets. The Adam Tickets app, we've been telling you about it for months now. You can browse movie titles, buy tickets, pre-order concessions, skip the lines. And Adam Tickets every Friday uh, gives you free movie tickets. Mm -hmm. The chance at free movie tickets. All you have to do is text the word ZEBRA to ATOM1 for your chance to win. Again, text the word ZEBRA to ATOM1 for your chance to win. Standard data and text message rates may apply. And like we said this weekend, uh, what, New Jurassic World? Yeah, New Jurassic World. Hey, not bad. That'll be the big one. Uh, Brazil just beat Costa Rica uh, two to nothing. I think it was yeah two to nothing World Cup. I bring this up just because uh, Telemundo goal call. El centro le va a quedar a Gabriel Jesus. Viene gol. Gol. I mean this just happened. And it may be the longest one of the World Cup. I think that's it. I think this is it. This is the leader right here. How is he doing this? De Brasil! De Brasil! The Telemundo goal calls are an absolute gift. That was 25 seconds of just... uh, That's just one goal. Usually it's a goal and then a... Usually it's double goal. Yeah, he comes up for air. That was 25 seconds, one goal call. Incredible. Uh, Tomorrow morning, walk for children's. Yes. That's where me and Bob will be, all the help out the kids at Children's Hospital. Shenley Park, it opens at 8 a.m. We will be out there right around 8 a.m. The walk starts at 10. Shenley Park, the walk for children's. All the benefit Children's Hospital. All for the kids. A lot of kids, a lot of families out there. I uh, just checked. <laughs> $802,000 raised so far. That's unbelievable. Beats I feel la- like every it, time, it every, beats last year's total. Every time we look at it, it just goes up like thousands, 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 thousands. Well, now that we're getting close to the walk, too, <clears> people are getting their final donations in. So if you still want to sign up to walk and, or if you just want to donate, help out Children's Hospital, walkforchildrens.com. Again, that's walkforchildrens.com. We'll hopefully see a lot of you um, out tomorrow, bright and early, at uh, at Shenley Park. All right, is that it? Uh, have you missed anything from the show today or any show this week? Get caught up on the free iHeartRadio app, stream and download full episodes of the Mikey and Bob podcast. And everybody, okay. have a have about Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest, Ryan Seacrest. KST HD Pittsburgh. Let's go. This is on air with Ryan Seacrest. It's Friday. My buttons are in different places. I'm in I'm in a studio that 